Jackie. I'm 51 and I live in San Diego, California. I'm 5'2". I'm Kelsey. I'm 31 and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm 6'4". Even though we have some gaps, we've been best friends through it all. Thanks for joining us on The Friend Gap. Welcome back, guys. We're really excited to be here today. Um, Hopefully you all enjoyed talking to our husbands last week. That was weird and great all at the same time. So sweet. Bless their hearts. How's your week going, Jack? Really good. Really good. Just busy as always. I wish you guys could see us. And maybe we'll do some video stuff. Uh, I actually hate that idea. No, I don't like <laughs> that idea not. <laughs> Um, I wish you could see us, though, because you better believe <laughs> our first episode, we talked about drinks. And every single time, we have our drinks. Yeah. Stanley. Do you know I don't have a Stanley? Why? Because everybody does? Um, They're expensive. Oh. I can't pick a color. Oh. I... I don't know. I'm really happy with my cup. I have a, my tumbler is a Milwaukee cool one. Okay, that and is it's huge. great. My little hand has a very hard time reaching around those big guys. Whatever, yours is the same. But the handle. I totally do oh, the handle. Oh, the handle. It's See, I don't, I don't have a handle. I don't need a handle. I, and I think Let the handle thing freaks me out too. Oh, I think it's cute. Them. No, it's super cute. I love your color. She's got a really pretty pink one. Yeah. yeah we need to post a picture. Ooh, let's post a picture of our cute little cups. Okay. <laughs> you can see my Stanley 2.0. This is Stanley 2.0. There's just a couple changes they did. So I heard I that the it. simple modern ones are better. They leak less, I've heard. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of that brand. So they're a target. They have just they use on target. A little loyal. Loyal to Stanley. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. So the question this week isn't a question, but like bestie advice. It's a life hack that I have for you. Nice. We like life hacks. Have you seen the air fryer silicone liners? I have seen that going around, but unfortunately. Have you tried it? No, I don't have an air fryer. Wait a minute. You don't have an air fryer? No. No. I just barely got an... Because I just barely got an instant pot. Instant. Insta. Instant. That's another thing. Instant pot. I just barely jumped on that bandwagon. So... That shocks me. me. Actually, I don't know if it shocks me because you're a great cook. And I feel like... I feel like my air fryer and my instant pot are like my life hacks because I can't cook. Sure. Well, it's just shortcut. It makes things a little bit faster. And you I might enjoy, get some hate for saying that. Probably. But that's okay. I enjoy the process of cooking. And that's why I've stayed away from instant pots for so long. Is because it just speeds things up. You just put everything in one. And I guess a crock pot's the same. But I'm not a big crock potter either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big crock potter. <laughs> I, I mean, I've done it before, but I just, I don't know. I like the process of cooking, so. Can you just come cook for me? Oh, I would love to. I would love to travel around cooking for people. Yeah, let's do it. But these liners, let's get back. Sorry. Let's get back to the, so they're just silicone inserts to your air fryer, and they're just supposed to make cleanup a lot easier. My thing, oh, nice. my, my, 
air fryers are really easy to clean. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have, but I've heard that it's just like a dream. Everyone, nice. Everyone's talking about it. So I was going to ask if you've used it, but you're not I even using it. an air fryer. So <laughs> I don't know why I asked. <laughs> Can you find it on Amazon? We should put a link in our yes. show notes for the silicone air fryer lighter. <gasps> and this is not a paid idea. advertisement, by the way. <laughs> yes. All of the China-based random companies <laughs> that are making silicone air fryer lighters, if any of you want to sponsor the podcast, that's we're available. You know, this is going to be a really fun thing. I think that we can get sponsorship from Stanley and give away oh, a free Stanley. I'm still hoping that or, Twisted Sugar reaches out from our right? first episode. We're going to have great hookups, I think. I can see this as being a really good relationship. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm excited. I love giving so. stuff away. So some of our favorite things. <gasps> we can have a favorite things episode. Oh, I love that. Okay, Let's you guys need to it. like, you need to subscribe, yeah. rate, review, follow us on Absolutely. Instagram so we can start giving you great things. Because I just That's want to right. great things. We want to give away. Okay, should right. we jump in? Let's Yeah, let's jump in. What's our topic today, Jack? Today we're going to talk about friends in new places. Now, some of you may not have ever moved in your life and not have this issue or problem. Well, it's not a problem. I shouldn't say it like that. But opportunity. Opportunity. Kelsey and I have both had opportunities to move away from our homes. And And it was really sad. Behind behind our our comfort. So we're going to talk about that and kind of dive into how it is that we found friends in these new places. Kelsey's moved um, from Provo to Kaysville. And then Mm -hmm. um, out of Utah to North Carolina. And I moved from Provo two years ago to uh, California. So I think both of us kind of had a very similar bit of a struggle Mm. with the moves. And so we're going to talk about how we've found friends in these new places. Yes. I'm really excited about this topic. Obviously, this podcast is about friendship. And so... Mm. I'm someone that needs friends. I need connection. And while I'm still so connected to all of my friends where we've lived before, obviously Jackie and I are clear across the country from each other and we're still super close. um, I do need that connection. And so I think it's important. And whether you just moved or whether you just struggle to know how to find friends where you're at, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm really excited. So... Jackie, where do you look for friends? Where, like, what's your, where are you going to find friends? Well, first of all, I'm not a super, and I think we've established this already, is I'm not one to really go out and search. And we heard from my sweetheart and how open, and he's just a friendly guy, and that's his love language is to meet people. And he just absolutely does so well at that. So he's my meet and greeter. And then I just yes. Love Dave will leave people. a restaurant, and you thought that he was best friends <laughs> with the waiter. That's right. That is absolutely true. So for me, um, I have a little bit more comfort in my um, church group. So, and there's a lot of people that you know they go to different churches and they find friends there. And for me, that's probably the most comfortable place for me to find friends is within my church group. Um, and kind of linking to to my kids. I kind of use that as a little segue 
to finding friends. Definitely. I think that's a great one if you aren't as comfortable reaching out is, is just staying within a space that you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe for some people that don't have a church congregation, maybe that's the first step is going in and finding a church congregation or some something like that. Whether a group. It's, yeah. Yeah. Just some group that's large, has a lot of local people. Um, and meets regularly, I think, as far as finding friends, and that has a similar value, whether that be something political or something religious, or, you know, maybe you love yoga, and maybe you start consistently going to a yoga class, because Mm -hmm. that's something of a shared interest, but it's a regularly meeting situation, and I think that's a really big helper. Um, I agree. Church for me is obviously where you and I started our friendship and where many of my friendships have begun. Um, I think also I'm going to, I'm going to be the millennial on this (laughs) podcast. There are apps to make friends. So that's kind of crazy. I know. And it's similar to like the dating apps, right? Tinder. Sure. I guess Tinder is a thing. I don't really know. I, I have no I idea. Was married before Tinder really became a thing, which is probably a really good thing for Kelsey. Um, there's an app called Peanut, and that one's directed just to moms. Oh wow! Finding mom friends, and it's kind of wherever you're at in your mom journey, um, you can find people that you're friends with. So I I remember seeing it when I first became a mom quite a few years ago, and it was very simplified it was just really directed towards moms but just like shared interests like and it it asks you a lot of questions about you know what do you like to do and what are your passions Um, but now they've even expanded it and it can be you know are you trying to conceive are you struggling with fertility are you in menopause like maybe you're older and want friends that are kind of more in your lifestyle and your shared struggles so that's really interesting and I think getting on there it does function just, I just re-downloaded it um, to talk about it for this episode. But when you get on there, it functions very much like Tinder. Like it's a swipe wow. up or swipe down if you feel like you could have, and they call it a wave. Like you give that person a wave and if you both wave at each other, I guess you can talk to each other. So the peanut app is for like moms. There's also an app called Hoop that's just for people that are trying to find friends. That's not necessarily directed towards moms. So if you want to go tinder it up for friends maybe one of those apps would be awesome for you but the whole idea is that you're finding people in that are in a similar geographic location that have some shared interests but just the fact that they're on that app means that they are also looking for a friend sure yeah that's kind of cool i think that you do the like with facebook um as you were talking about that i thought I'm not on Facebook, so I don't really know how the groups and everything work, but two of even reconnecting with old friends mm-hmm. and, you know, if you're in a new place, like we both have found ourselves and not knowing anyone except for those that are within your home, it's kind of, it is hard to get out and to make those connections. And, um, I think just through Facebook of reconnecting with old friends, or it's a great way to continue to build those relationships that maybe you've left behind and you're not 
right in front of them all the time. So I think that that was something for both of us that we that we relied on for the first little while is still nurturing our friendship, even though that we were away. And thank goodness for social media. Thank goodness for technology because we oh, had yeah. that ability to do that. We need to have an episode, and we can talk briefly about it here, but um, how we stay in touch. Marco mm-hmm. Polo has been a huge one for us uh, because of our busy schedules. Sometimes getting on a phone call or a FaceTime is hard, but Marco Polo has made it really easy to stay connected in both a communication way, but also there's a visual aspect to it too, which I think is really helpful. We should post, I have some funny Marco Polos. I also have some very sad Marco Polos. <laughs> I was Marco Poloing uh, Cami, a mutual friend of ours, and Judd came up and like hit me in the head with a bat. No. Something like that. I don't know if it was a bat. It was something, but it was aggressive. And I was <laughs> recording a Marco Polo and Cami came back and her and Jason, her husband, were like crying in tears, laughing at how funny this was that Judd just came up and just nailed me right in the head. So, you know, you can also provide yeah. your friends with a lot of comedy <laughs> in your pain that you're experiencing from your child beating you over the head. Thank goodness um, for technology. Right. It's so great. And so, but I do think I'm also some sad Marco Polos that I sent to you when my husband was in the hospital and I was yeah. not handling it well. And when I was processing our move, when we were in Kaysville and I was thinking about leaving and moving all the way across the country, I remember just bawling to you on Marco Polo, asking how you did it, how you left and, and how, and asking you for that advice that I needed of how do I go and start over my life? So definitely technology has helped us to maintain a great friendship. And also there's so many great technology points to find new friends. So Facebook groups, I'm so glad you brought that up. I, before I even moved to North Carolina, I knew that we would be living in this particular area while we looked for a home. And I wanted to get my kid into preschool and kind of get going on some things like that. So I just searched for the county and mom group. So for me, it was Cleveland County Moms. That's all I searched on Facebook. Um, Or Shelby, the town that I'm in, Shelby Moms. And some groups came up and I joined those groups. And just started posting, asking questions about, hey, what preschools are good in the area? You know, we just moved here. Just, you know, very brief introduction. Hey, we're moving here in a couple weeks. I'm interested in a preschool. Can anyone give me advice? It was so fun to see how many people were so welcoming and excited and asking if I wanted to go meet at the park and, and they could talk to me about the area. It was awesome. And so that happened in one of the groups, but in another one of the groups, nobody really like people gave me advice, but no one wanted to like meet up. And so in that group, I suggested, I said, you know, I made another post and said, Hey, you know, we we just moved here. I'm looking for a good park. Does anyone want to meet up sometime? And it was great. It was wonderful. That's awesome. So there's in in groups, there's going to be people that are the extroverts that are going to invite if you're not comfortable with it, keep looking. Sometime it'll come, but don't be afraid to ask questions. Whatever's within your comfort zone, if that's where you need to stay at the time, just do that. But then if you can reach out and make that extra step, there are other people that are looking for connection and need that. Don't be scared. Yeah. That's my plug for Facebook groups. That is awesome. And I mean, I think 
if you don't have kids and you're older, um, like Chase is 15 and I'm not gonna jump on and do like a, a play group or anything for Che. But for me, um, one thing that got me out uh, was a book club and it's not even church related. It is just a group of moms from Chase's high school. And I have a mutual friend that invited me, but it was a way for me. And I was going to say, no, I wasn't going to do it because just meeting new people is not my favorite thing. It's a little scarier for me, but I put myself out there and we, I've been going now for a year and it's awesome. And I have met these wonderful ladies and we get together every month. And so different activities like book clubs, or if you're into art, look around at your local community art centers and, you know, take an art class or things like that. Just getting you out there to be able to meet more people. I love that. And I think you say book club and half of my body gets so excited and the other <laughs> half wants to die because it's exciting <laughs> to read a book. Oh my gosh. Well, there's so many different ways that you can do it out. You don't have to just like have the hard copy. There's so many times that I'll pick a book and I listen to it through um, oh, that's a good idea. an app. Yeah. But I do think that's such a great example because sometimes if you really want to make friends, if you really want to meet people, it might take a little bit of work. You might yeah. have to read a book. Book. <laughs> heaven forbid, right? But for me, that is kind yeah. of heaven forbid. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. So I love that example because, yeah, it's not. Find your interest. Find what you like. If it's not books, if it's art, if it's whatever it is, a gardening club. <laughs> but even if it's not your most favorite thing, maybe right. doing it will help you enjoy something else. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Love it. Another thing that helped me in the move and like making new friends was we made couple friends. And so because I have a spouse who is an extrovert and loves meeting people, um, it was, it was very comfortable for me to be able to be with him. And we made couple friends and, you know, we started doing things as couples and then it kind of starts to turn to where I become a really good friend with the wife and her and I start, you know, breaking off and doing more things, just her and I, and, you know, Dave and, and the guy also. So I think that's a great bridge to finding a really good, you know, girlfriend and somebody that you can hang with and become good friends with is starting with that couple relationship. I totally agree. Love a good double date. Love a good um, game night. We've mm -hmm. talked extensively about game nights. I think that's a great way to make friends. Oh my gosh, can we have an episode where we talk about what happens when you make a couple friend, but you hate one of the people in the couple? Oh, yeah, that's hard. You know, I have a really good story about that <gasps> from a long time ago, and it was pretty traumatizing. It was sad. We had this great relationship with a couple and she got offended and she said she wouldn't be my friend anymore because I was married to Dave. So, so sad. No, it's really, it's a very, it's a oh very sad God. story. Yeah. Do I know yep. this person? We're going to cut no. this whole part out. Do I know this person? No, 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 no. It this was in Tennessee. Tennessee. Mm -hmm. ah. So that's the weird. It was sad. Story. Very, very sad. So Jackie, I think you're probably more obviously in this phase than I am making that 
book club friend from your kid's school. But I'm, I'm just now kind of starting to get into the kid connections because now my kids are in school. Right. And that's so fun. Yeah. That's what started us up. That's literally what gave us our first set of friends here in California was because of Che. And it was the very, we moved in our home on a Friday. And that Sunday, um, a member of our church brought his son over to our house and gave Chase some cookies. And it was just like, everybody swarmed around Che. Like we had that set of friends. And then another kid, you know, introduced us to his parents. And I mean, it was like three or four of these boys, these teenage boys just totally surrounded Che and were friends with all of the parents. And those were our first, you know, good core group of friends. And so it was, it made it easy. You yeah. know, I mean, we had, we had him as our little bridge. It was cute, but I love that. we can use our children to make friends. That's right. Thank you so I much. Chase. My, right. I kind of had my first experience with that. Judd just started playing basketball and there's a, there's only one girl on his team. She's so cute and she's so good. It's the funniest thing. How good she is at basketball. Um, but it was my first time to really be able to be at like a, an event like that and mm-hmm. have a kid in a sport and like make a connection with a parent. It was so fun. And That's fun. I think it's, it's hard, right? Like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you just start talking to them and where you, you have to find your common point, right? And, and start there. And so for us, it was, our kids are on the same team. So mm-hmm. I actually, I think it was the other mom. She turned around and said, now what, what's your son's name? And I told her, and I said, what's your daughter's name? And she told me. And so then we're kind of cheering for each other's kids because we don't really know the names of any of the other kids on our team. <laughs> I don't know. It's very, we live in a small community and there's not a lot of like, here's the roster. So right. we're doing what we can. So we're kind of cheering. And then after the game, it's going up and saying, hey, you did so good in the game today and calling her by name. And then you know, looking at the parents and, you know, just starting the conversation there. So you totally can use your kids yeah. to yep. make friends. And and it's just finding that similarity that puts you together. I like to think of it as a Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. And so you have in your circle, right, everything that makes Kelsey, Kelsey. And then everything in the other circle that makes Jackie, mm-hmm. Jackie. And it's finding the thing or things that are going to cross over and it might just be one thing. Right. Me and those moms at basketball, I don't think we have anything in, I I don't know if we have anything in common except for our kids play basketball on the same team. Yeah. That's our one point. And sometimes that's all you need. And then as friendships grow and connections grow, I mean, Jackie and I, we cross over on a lot of things. We're basically the same person now. (laughs) we do have a lot of differences but it works and I think that that's the awesome thing is my strengths help you and your strengths help me and I think that's a great thing in friendship it is too true your strengths Um, for sure help me (laughs) (laughs) no I totally because I say this a lot but you are in a lot of ways like my husband you have a lot of the same character traits, I guess. And yeah, no, Dave and I are the same person. <laughs> he absolutely has made me come out of my shell and you do the same thing. Like when we're in a group situation, you do, you like 
bring me along. So there are wonderful things that you help me be a better person, which talking about that courage, you know, I mean, I think that having that courage too, as you're talking about basketball and, you know, the next step would be next week of like, Hey, you know, should we get the kids together or, you know, like kind of like bridge it to where it's you're coming together and making that first move of then doing something. I totally agree. Yes. You having the courage to, to figure out how to do that. And I think as you're maybe wanting to make new friends, it's important if, if you're uncomfortable or you don't know how take a minute to sit back and think, what do I bring to the table? What is something unique about me or something that I can share with somebody else or, or a common point, you know, take time. It it can feel really overwhelming if you're like, all right, I gotta go make a friend. That feels like a really tough thing. So Mm -hmm. picking maybe the interest point that you want to pursue, or maybe you want to find people that, that do something the same as you, maybe you want to learn something new. Yeah. So you want my sister moved to Montana. And she found at her local library a knitting group. Awesome. She really enjoys it. She crochets. But it's just a group of people that get together, sit in a room, and crochet together. And just that's like, awesome. Shoot the breeze. And you know, sometimes that's maybe just what you need is you just need somebody to talk to. You don't need to yeah. necessarily and we've talked about this a little bit. It doesn't have to be hard. You're not like going out and doing all these activities and it's not like a date, you know, like all of these big extravagant things. I think we, as women, we just want to have somebody to talk to. And if it's sitting around talking about a book or it's sitting around knitting, you know, we just, I think that it's that common ground of womanhood, you know, somebody to be like, Oh my gosh, this sucks. Or somebody to be your biggest cheerleader. There's so many times where we've just been on the phone and, you know, we're just each other's cheerleader and yeah. Well, Helping and us moms, get through the days. I think it's, you know, another adult to talk to sometimes mm-hmm. is all you need. When my, yeah. my husband travels a lot for work um, and sometimes I just need to be in a room with another adult. And that's, that's, that's what I need. So oftentimes yeah. I'll invite people over to my house and say, Hey, my kids go to bed at this time. Do you guys want to come over and we'll like watch a movie? Do we yeah. ever watch a movie? No. We end up just chatting and it's so Mm -hmm. fun. And sometimes they leave after an hour. Sometimes they stay till, you know, midnight, one o'clock. And we end up, you know, waxing our eyebrows together. (laughs) That's a whole story (laughs) for another day. (laughs) The things we do with our women friends. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have to necessarily, it doesn't have to be big. It can be as small as you want, but just having the courage to get out, say yes. That's a big thing too. Say Mm -hmm. yes. If you're uncomfortable extending the invitation, don't say no to the invitations. If someone invites you, have the courage to say yes and go. And of course you can cancel. And and if you're not comfortable, you can do whatever you need. But having the courage to say yes, to put yourself out there can be incredible. Yeah. And you can make some great friends. You never know. And you're not the only one. You're not the only one that's looking for a good friendship. And I think that's exactly. important to remember. Everybody needs a friend. Oh, isn't that sweet? Everyone needs a friend. <laughs> Everyone needs a friend. 
<laughs> can, I, can I embroider that on a pillow? I need an embroidery group. I'll, look, I'll find an embroidery group. I'm kidding. I no, I can't. I can't add That's that awesome. in life right now. Oh, awesome. Great things. I might, I might say this so I can, but as you're I, thinking about what you can bring to the table, use your strengths. We bought a house with a pool and man, I don't know if I'd have any friends here if it weren't for that dang pool. Yeah. It's just so easy to just invite people over. Sure. If, you know, if you enjoy pickleball, invite someone to go play pickleball with you. Heck yeah. I've never played pickleball. Oh my gosh. It is. It's addictive. It's fun. I, and I mean, I want to some people so may not like it, but I think it is just such a fun leisure sport. And yes, I did say sport. There's controversy of whether it's a sport or a game, but it's fun. It's so a lot of fun. Jackie knows a lot about pickleball, mainly because her son has a pickleball podcast, which she might not plug right now, but I will plug. <laughs> it's called Colton Will Every, Love You Forever. Right. Everybody Love can you. play. Everyone everyone can play PB. That's what his podcast is called. We'll link it in mm-hmm. our show notes too, but yeah. I want to be one of those everybody that can play pickleball, but I'm struggling to find a location in my community to play. And all you have to do is show up at a park and they will rotate you in. What a great way to make a friend. I mean, honestly. parks here that have pickleball courts. You don't have like a little community center that has one? You'd probably have to go to Charlotte, huh? Yeah. I, that's the thing. I'm. I live in I live in a smaller, Low more rural, rural community. Rural, <laughs> rural, the rural juror. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I live in such a rural community that they do blood tests on my kids for their well, their well checks. They they went to prick my kid, and my kid was not mentally or emotionally prepared for that. <laughs> Neither was I. I was like, whoa, didn't know we'd be bleeding today. Okay. <laughs> We went off in left field about this, but make friends. Maybe just taking your kid to the doctor. <laughs> make a friend. And everybody make wants a, a pediatrician as their bestie. That's right. Hey, that's a good resource. <laughs> okay. Do you have any good stories or like, where's the weirdest place you've met a friend? We know how I make friends, Kels. <laughs> and that's True. through Dave. So to say, I don't think that I necessarily have had a weird place that I personally have met a friend, but can I tell you a story about the weirdest place that Dave has? Yes, please. Okay. So I was in Utah visiting um, Morgan and um, Dave and Che had to stay home because Chase was still in school, but then he, it was like a break and him and Dave were going to come out. They were going to go camping and I was going to come home. So we were kind of like passing. So him and Chase got in the car to drive to Utah. Well, they were driving. Oh, I remember this story. (laughs) Oh dear. They stopped at a gas station and we're getting gas and getting snacks. And there was this cute little old couple pumping gas into their motorcycle and Dave could hear that they were kind of speaking um, French and so he walked up to them and started talking to them 
and struck up this huge conversation, found out what they this were is doing. Such a they were Dave coming. <laughs> total, total Dave, which is so, I don't know. I love it and I, sometimes yeah. I hate it because oh, yeah. it's very uncomfortable for me. So he totally <laughs> made this friendship with these with this little couple because it didn't end there. They didn't get gas and leave, right? So they were coming to San Diego camping and they were saying where they were going to go and Dave's like, "Oh no, you can't camp there. That's not an overnight camper place." But my son and I and my wife were out of town. So you're more than welcome to stay at our house. And they're like, oh, really? Well, I don't know. You know, we'll let you know. So they exchanged numbers. Come to find out, Dave and Chase got to Utah and the couple got to California. They didn't have anywhere to stay. So Dave let them stay in our guest room for a night with nobody there. And everything turned out okay. They were a sweet little couple. But when he told me, I was a little freaked out, to say the least. But then it all worked out. We didn't have them use our hidden key we had our neighbor and we moved it and everything so that you know they wouldn't come back or anything but it all worked out fine but dave made a cute little new friend and let them stay in our house this is literally what crime podcasts are made of (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was thinking i was thinking the same thing but this is not a out. true crime podcast, but this is not a true crime. Nope, there's no crime that happened. They were sweet. They were a sweet little couple. They even took I a picture that. in our in our front foyer, like, "Hi, thank you so much." Yeah, that's adorable, and I love that Dave's that person. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I don't know that I would be. Oh, I actually have a cute story. This I we're not friends, but <laughs> so. This is really sweet. I don't know if I've actually told Michael about this, but um, like November or something, Mike and I were driving along this road and Mike and I were actually kind of in a fight. We we're arguing a little bit and we're driving and this woman walking a dog down the road, the dog like pulls her and she falls flat on her <gasps> face. It was Aww. so sad. And I like hit Mike and I was like, pull over, pull over, pull over, which is not Mike's thing. Like in Mike's mind, that's like drag attention sure. to it. And right. I was like, no, 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 pull over. Like, it was kind of an, an older woman. And and I, like, ran up to her and I grabbed the dog so that she could, like, get up. Because it's hard to, like, when a dog's pulling you, try to, like, get yeah. up and kind of get yeah. your bearings. And um, anyways, and I was like, are you are you feeling okay? And she's like, oh, yes, yes, I'm fine. There was a dog, like, across the fence that this dog was, like, really, you know, mm. interested in. So it was just kind of a weird Absolutely. situation. Um, and so we helped her and it actually really helped like diffuse the argument that Mike and I were in because we just so had to good. have like a concrete pause and I went and helped this right. woman and I got back in the car and we were like, well, you know, we're not having that bad of a day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then like a week ago, I pulled into Walmart and I got, I was in the car, I was getting James out. We were just like popping in um, between drop off or whatever. And this woman comes up to me and she was like, I'm the woman that fell no. and you stopped and helped. And she's like, just thank you so much. I keep looking for you. Cause we have a very, we have a bright blue Ford pickup truck. It's pretty unique in the yeah, color. It's hard to like, miss. Yeah. You don't, you don't miss us. I'm really 
tall, blonde, like she was, she's been looking for this blue truck with a blonde girl in it. And she found me at Walmart and she was so sweet and just thanked me. And she's like, I still walk my dog, but I just, I always make sure I don't walk past that house because my dog just gets really agitated by that dog. And it was so sweet. And I told her, I was like, you know what? Like, I love, I love that I helped you, but really you helped me that day because I was in a fight with my husband (laughs) (laughs) and being able to help you and like serve you in that moment really helped diffuse my situation. So it was super cute and super funny. And I love that she had the courage to say something to me afterwards and that she was you know too embarrassed or anything like that it was yeah it was really sweet but that is sweet that's awesome um, I love that yeah I'm still Facebook friends with like people I've met at the grocery store um I do have that highlight on my Instagram where people that ask me in public how tall I am I -hmm. make them take take a picture with me so I'm friends with a couple of them um I met a married couple when I was in high school I met a married couple at a concert we are still friends on Facebook oh my gosh and um yeah they're cute they like ended up having a baby it was really sweet um but yeah I'm totally the person that would like become friends with people on a cruise and hang out years later yeah oh I don't know that I would let someone stay in my house without me there though well if you think about it really what what would have happened they just would have taken that's the thing they could have robbed you but you would have been fine yeah, we weren't there, so. It was a very Christ-like decision on his part. <laughs> That's that a cute story. just puts himself out there, yeah. Oh, so cute. I love that. Awesome. Well, I hope that you have taken something from today and really kind of thought about how it is that you can make a new friend or maybe you're struggling and maybe we've given you a little bit of encouragement to get out there and say yes and get out of your comfort zone or whatever it is but we're so glad that you were here with us today yes thanks so much for coming on and listening and if you need a friend you got us there's us that's the best part come connect with us on instagram shoot us a message ask us ask us for advice or encouragement if you just need someone to help you push that send button to that acquaintance you've met don't don't hesitate to reach out to us. I would love nothing more than to be besties with all of you. Mm-hmm. So hit us up. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We love you. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. We love what we're doing, and we'll see you next week on The Friend Gap. <laughs>